0: Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. I'm your host, Nancy. It is our goal to take the complex world of government contracting and break it down into simple steps that anyone can master. This is episode number 90 and we're going to discuss today how to write a government request for proposal bid or proposal as it's otherwise known. This is part two of a two-part series and before we go any further let's roll that intro. Here's an overview of what we'll be discussing today. We're gonna talk about proposal writing tips, writing style, cost management, critique and proofreading of proposal, defining abbreviations, acronyms, and trade terms, attending proposal writing workshops, preparing for presentations, and set-asides. So let's get started, shall we? Most important, Your proposal needs to address the government requirements, be written clearly, and be persuasive. Below, we're going to discuss our suggestions for helpful writing tips. Remember, your proposal is a sales document. Your bid has to sell your company's ability to meet the requirements, to fulfill all stated conditions, and to deliver on time. Be specific and direct. Don't be vague, as this will demonstrate, that you don't understand the government's requirement, and it can create questions in the minds of the evaluators, and you don't want that. Substantiate your promises and assertions with facts and details. Remember, your goal is to persuade the evaluators that your offer is superior to those of competing businesses and to prove that your company can do the job demonstrate your understanding of the government's needs this may sometimes be a challenge while in some cases the buying office will know exactly what it needs in others it may not know or it could use conflicting terms or vague terminology in either case it is your responsibility to demonstrate your understanding of this requirement remember it's not the responsibility of the buying office to interpret your knowledge if your proposal does not respond to the stated need or responds only to part of the requirement, your bid will not be considered for a contract award. Worst case, your bid could be thrown out and not even receive a complete evaluation. We don't want that, so make sure you follow the steps. Next, you need to demonstrate your qualifications. It is your responsibility to prove to the government that you are qualified to provide the services or products that they need. This means that not only must you demonstrate your understanding of their problem or requirement, you also have to demonstrate your ability to solve the problem. Make sure to include your staff's qualification, relevant facilities, and equipment, as well as any other pertinent information. Should communicate your ability to perform the contract successfully, include documentation of successful fulfillment of past contracts can help prove your point. Now that we're talking about past performance, you're going to list your past performance. Give examples of excellent past performance on your proposal. This is going to show your experience in related areas and your ability to correct any problems or situations that might arise. If you had issues on a contract, let the government know and explain how you solved those problems. And what was the final outcome? If you're looking for a contract that's much larger than any you've done in the past, you need to show how you are going to manage it, what you're going to do, who is going to be working with you, and how you're going to work together. Include who is responsible for what and who will do the work. Sum it up, you need to be as transparent as possible. Now let's talk about responding to the stated evaluation criteria. Remember, Section M of the solicitation is going to tell you how the government's going to evaluate your proposal. Remember, cost is just one factor, but not the only one they will consider. A lot of times they'll consider lowest price technically acceptable on a ton of contracts. If your proposal does not respond to every criterion, it will be judged technically unacceptable, and as a result, you will not be considered for contract award. Don't miss out on a contract because you overlook the evaluation factors. Follow the required Proposal Format. Section L the solicitation specifies the topics you have to cover in your proposal as well as the order in which they need to be presented. If you don't follow the required content format and organization, you risk neglecting or omitting important information, which will result in the rejection of your proposal. To point out, lots of times the government will tell you how many pages a section has to be or is limited to, and they'll tell you the font that you have to use, and the font type or point that you have to use on your actual proposal. It is imperative that you use a consistent writing style. Don't try to get wordy or long-winded. Stay on topic and get to the point. Read the evaluation factors and use these to make the reader's job easier. If there's an area that you might be deficient in, don't try to hide it. Highlight them and show them how you will solve that problem. Don't use graphics. Try to use, If you have to use graphics, use them sparingly and only to illustrate a point that needs to be made. A point that is often looked as cutting and pasting from another document. The style from the last proposal may be different from the current one. When you copy and paste, lots of times the formatting is copied along with the content. Also, use bullets and headlines that will help keep you on topic. Provide adequate management and cost information. You will need to demonstrate your ability to manage the work and account for all the costs involved in performing the contract. Also, provide adequate cost and pricing data to the government. Critique and proofread your proposal. Writing an effective proposal requires time, patience, and care. Be prepared to write, evaluate, and rewrite as needed. Rewriting gives you a chance to improve the quality and responsiveness of your proposal. Pay attention to detail. Proper grammar and spelling does count. If necessary, ask someone else with those skills to proofread the final document for you. You don't know how many times you can read something and you overlook it. So always have somebody else read your document for you. If you have somebody else that writes a section, then trade sections and you read each other's writing. It really does help. Make sure that if you use any abbreviations, acronyms, and trade terms, that you spell them out at least once at the beginning of the document. Once you spell those out, then you can go ahead and use those terms throughout the document. But you want to make sure that the government understands exactly what you're talking about because sometimes in the commercial word, a, tr- a trade name that you will mean will mean something different to the government. Also, the government may be somebody new that doesn't understand the particular work that you're performing. So always make sure to spell it out so they understand. One of the best things you can do to help your proposal writing process is to attend proposal writing workshops. Your local Procurement Technical Assistance Center, otherwise known as PTEC, is available and lots of times they have these workshops for you that you can attend. If not, contact your local Small Business Administration office and see if they know of any proposal writing workshops that are available. You can pick up a ton of tips just by attending these workshops. Even if you think in your old hat at writing proposals, always attend or something new that you can glean from attending these workshops. In addition, you will meet companies that do proposal writing, and that's what they specialize in. What better way to make a contact and maybe add that to your team if you get swamped at the end of the fiscal year and you need help writing some proposals. You need to build a proposal database. Why keep a database? For one thing, a database can save you time and money down the road. The next time you have to write a bid, you can go back and perhaps use all or part of a proposal that you did in the past. For example, key personnel, company history, company organization chart, all those information is going to be on every proposal. That's going to be standard. So if you have a proposal database, you can go ahead and gather that information from one proposal and use it in a new proposal. You need to make plans for oral presentations. The government may require prospective offerers to give oral presentations as part of the selection process. For example, GSA will record your presentation on video and then they may review it at a later date. When they request the officers to come in and do the presentation, it doesn't mean that your sales guy come in and does the presentation. It means that owner, president, and CEO is the person that comes in and does the presentation. And that leads up to next, and then that is your set-aside. Whatever small business status you are, that person that represents that status needs to be at those meetings with the government. If you're a service-disabled vet then that service disabled that needs to be at those meetings and needs to be running that, that meetings like he's the person that, or he or she is the person that runs that business. And they need to demonstrate that. Same goes for all their set-asides. If you're a woman-owned small business, that woman better be there representing the company and doing that. Does that mean she's going to do all the talking? No, it just means that she's going to be there overseeing everything, and then she can defer to the specialists within her company to do that, but she's still at that meeting. And that's what I'm trying to gather. You want to make sure that they know that you're you're at these meetings. Why? Well, this could be the difference between being the winner or requesting a post-award debriefing. This is your shot to demonstrate that your business has the answers to the government's requirement. It is important to realize that decision makers and the government are people too. To sum up, the more transparent you are with your business, and your representations, the more comfortable the government's going to be with you and you're going to be with the government. In summary, today we covered some proposal writing tips. We talked about keeping your writing style consistent throughout your document, cost and management data, proofreading and critiquing your proposal, defining acronyms, abbreviations, and trade terms, attending writing workshops, preparing for presentation, Presentations and set aside status. Please, if you like our presentations, please click the like blo- button so that Google Analytics will know and recommend our videos to more people. That is the best thing you can do besides subscribing to our pod or subscribing to our podcast and our YouTube videos. Leave a comment if you have any question. Special thanks to all our new subscribers. And until next time, as always, be safe.